raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. If you didn't stay up last night, the Eagles outlasted the Bills in overtime. That's right. The Colts basically have the same record as the Buffalo Bills. Who saw that going into 2023? That's what I thought. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I should have said the season, not 2023. But you get my point. 37-34, the Eagles over the Bills. But we're taking a look at the Colts, 27, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20. Minshew, 24 of 41 for 251 yards and an interception, which I think is more on Josh Downs than it was on Gardner Minshew. Uh, That said, this team was 155 yards on the ground, 91 for Jonathan Taylor on 15 carries. 55 yards for Zach Moss on eight carries. They're averaging over six yards a carry. Why did you throw the ball 41 times? I don't understand. I I don't coach football. You're right. I don't coach, coach football. I have got within the Indianapolis Colts, it's not even a one, two running game. It's a one, one running game. They both do the work. So why 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 not, you know, give them more to do? And when I don't know what was up with Josh Downs, it may still be that injury. He was targeted 13 times. He had five catches. That's that's not what you that's not what you want. That isn't gonna work out well for anybody. Pittman with ten receptions, 107 yards. Nice day. Colts can play. They can at least compete with, you know, midline kind of teams. That's what we know. What we also know is Tom Allen is out as IU football coach, and he is going to get a $15.5 million buyout that I believe is going to be paid for by the alumni. So he's uh, he's going to get his money in two installments. He would collect a $20 million buyout if he were fired without cause before December 1st. But it got negotiated down. So it went from 20.8 to 15.5. Um I just want you to know um uh, Urban One if you'd like to pay me 15.5 million dollars to leave. I, I accept. I, and I, I, I have a better record uh, in radio than Tom Allen. So, so, so with that, with that, if if anybody would like to pay fifteen point five million dollars to see me out, I, I just, I just want to say for the record, Matt Bear, uh, bye. Fifteen point five million. Jumbo Fisher, Jumbo Jimbo Fisher. Uh, was uh, at Texas A&M, 
And they're like, we don't want you anymore. So they're like, uh, why don't you leave? And he's like, uh, I have a $76 million buyout. And they said, yeah, we're cool with that. Bye. $76 million buyout. And that guy's going to get another coaching job. He's going to get another coaching job. This is going to happen. I'm in the wrong business once again. Once again, children. Good Lord. Remember, 15.5 million, you can buy me out right now. Right now. I'll just, the, the phone lines are open, 317-239-9393. Just well, tell us, get your people in touch with our people. Happy to make that happen. We, we desperately want to make that happen. What can we do to make that happen? Seems we're not making it happen fast enough. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. conflicted because I have some world-class popcorn moment audio for you. But I have a story to tell you that I think encapsulates the problem here in Indianapolis. So if, if you'll permit me, I'm going to try and do both with the same amount of uh, attention and, and a plum. And I like the word a plum. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I will start with Joe Biden and the popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Sponsorships are now available. My gosh, get in touch with me. Let's get this done already. What are you, crazy? We only do it every day. Joe Biden is prone to the gaff. No, no, that's not it, Tony. Joe Biden straight up lies. He's always lying. He tells the same lie over and over again. And somehow the press goes, that's just wacky Uncle Joe. And then they move on. But this one's a doozy. This one's nutty. This one, I can't actually square the circle on. Because the only thing left after hearing it is, do you believe him? Not ideologically, do you worship him? Or does he somehow provide you some level of stimulation and gratification? Weird, but possible. Do you believe him? Do you believe that this is possible in the current Democratic Party? Here's what it is that President Biden said the other day at a press conference talking about Israel and Hamas, talking about hostages being released, where he stated quite clearly he doesn't know if Americans will be released, and if they are, he doesn't know when. We did see one American released yesterday. Hopefully today will bring more good news. This is Joe Biden. I'm hearing a lot, but I'm not going to speak to it right now. There's an overwhelming desire on the part of the region to 
Let me back up. I'm, I cannot prove what I'm about to say. But I believe one of the reasons why Hamas struck when they did was they knew that I was working very closely with the Saudis and others in the region to bring peace to the region by having recognition of Israel and Israel's right to exist. Stop. Can we just take a moment? That's not true. I wish that that were true. That's not true. I can't prove this, but are you talking about the deal that Saudi Arabia was looking to sign with Israel and Israel was looking to sign with Saudi Arabia, which is part of the Abraham Accords conversation, which was put forth by Donald Trump? Are you insane? You would have to be the kind of person crazy enough to get rid of the caps on insulin pricing to then go about doing it on your own and claim it was your idea. Oh, wait, Joe Biden did that too. Oh, oh, oh. my gosh. My gosh. Hamas did this because I, Joe Biden, was going to bring peace to the region. That's a statement. And I just want to say for the record that Joe Biden is full of crap. Joe Biden gave uh, soon after uh, October 7th one of the better statements he has or addresses he has ever given in regarding uh, support for Israel. And uh, it was impressive and people said so. And then his party said, "Now nah, we like Hamas. And then, uh, of course, everything he's talked about since is Islamophobia. And even in that speech, Kamala Harris wanted him to slip in a line about Islamophobia because it couldn't just be about Jews. Couldn't just be about Israel. Oh, no, 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 no. You think in that political party, Joe Biden was working on his lonesome to bring peace to the region? Stop it. Was Joe Hogsett trying to bring peace to the region when he tried to shake my hand? This took place the other day. I was at an an event. I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say how. I was at an event, and I was sitting with some friends, some lovely people. One of them brought uh, their their, their son. It was good to meet him. I'm sitting there. And it's a it's a gathering and people are being festive and drinking and good and have fun and enjoy. And it's a little bit who's who-y. And Joe Hogsett walks in the room, to which I say to my friend sitting across from me, I am not going over there. I was invited. I'm a guest. I'm not going to cause a scene. I will not be a party to such a thing. I'm going to sit right here. Let him do his thing and go. Now, you say to me, why wouldn't I go over there? Well, it's, it's, it's very simple. Um, I'm not going to pretend, guys. I won't do it. I won't do it for anyone. I'm not going to pretend like somehow the conversations we have here are, are just this. They're just for radio. But, you know, everybody's hanging out in the back room and smoking cigars and having fun. If I'm hanging around in a back room and smoking cigars, I'm just as honest as I am on the air. My worries of Indianapolis, about Indianapolis, my concerns are real. I've reached out to people like Joe Hogsett. I've reached out to him. I've reached out. We've reached out through his staff. These people don't respond to anything. He doesn't do interviews. They're mocking on social media, and they run a terrible city. 
how thrilled I was for the tree lighting over the weekend on Friday night to see people filled in on the circle. It was great to see. It's amazing what can happen if we decide that every cop in Indianapolis is going to be taking care of that one place. But you don't get to not engage. You don't get to not share. You don't get to refuse to engage and share. And then when you see me privately, hey, Tony, buddy, how you doing? (laughs) Isn't this fun? No, it's not fun. It sucks. I'd rather be talking about something else. I'd rather be talking about a great Indianapolis as opposed to the issues that we have. And if I'm going to talk about the issues, I'd like to talk to you about them, but you don't come on the air. You don't get to talk to me privately when you refuse to talk to me here. I don't head over there. I'm sitting at the table. And Joe Hogsett walks over to me. Joe Hogsett, the mayor of Indianapolis, walks over to me. He puts his hand on my back, which, for the record, don't touch other people. I had to learn that one as well. We're, we're, not, we're not social like that. We're not cordial like that, uh, Mr. Mayor. Uh, don't, don't touch me again. He puts his hand out to shake my hand. Tony just wanted to say hi. I specifically didn't walk over 32 feet because I would not be a guy who causes a problem for somebody else who's having an event at this place that I'm at. I won't do it. He walks over to me to say hi. Why are you saying hi? If we were people who were engaged in levels of conversation, even if we disagreed, I'd say hi. I say hello to many people I disagree with. I just wanted to say hi. To which I turn to the mayor and say, you can say hi, but I'm not going to shake your hand. And if you want to speak to me, we can do that on air. To which the mayor then kind of moves over to the friend of mine who's across the the table and says, well, I I, I do listen quite regularly. To which I said, good. And he walked off. Guys, I understand why people hate politicians. Because so many of them come across like this is a game. I don't think you think this is a game. I don't think you think the the issues with Indianapolis are a game. I don't think you think the election of a socialist is a game. I don't think you think the way this city acted regarding Black Lives Matter and how other businesses were harmed is a game. I don't think you think two nights of rioting, people dying and businesses being set on fire is a game. I don't think you think the drug use in the streets is a game. I don't think you think the violence is, is a game. I don't think you think the lack of prosecutions is a game. And I don't either. I am not shaking someone's hand who refuses to engage. And if Mayor Hogsett, turn the music off. If Mayor Hogsett is listening, as he tells me he often does, pick up a phone, call in, let's talk about issues. Let's pick five issues to discuss. Let's discuss one issue a week. We've only asked a million times. 
And I have for forever blamed your staff of children who refused to let you speak. But you were able to, of your own volition, like a grown-up, walk over to me. So now, of your own volition, like a grown-up, pick up the phone. Call. Pick a day. I'll come down to the studio, and we can talk about the issues of Indianapolis right there. But I will not pretend like all is well. And I don't shake everybody's hand because some people haven't earned it. It's your move, Mr. Mayor. But don't ever think you can be chummy with me when you're not willing to speak to the people. So based on what I've seen social media-wise, Thanksgiving went mostly well for everybody, uh, producer Jonathan was was able uh, to survive uh, his his uh, first Thanksgiving as as a married man. Uh, everything worked out well, and still married, according to uh, according to the reporting. Yes, still still married. Had a had a great time over the short break. So, right, so he's all right. Uh, Matt Bear, I think he lost a little bit of voice. Right, there were there was a lot of uh, maybe uh, cheering, a lot of excitement uh, happening in his life. Would would this be accurate? No, it wouldn't be accurate at all. So that's why he's not answering the question. I'm glad it went well. I I, I am. I I am thrilled. And I I will tell you, the weather was perfect. The cigars were smoked. The brisket was smoked. Uh, I I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I dealt with kosher briskets. They were just the flats, three and a half pounds each. They were outrageously trimmed. I mean, there was no fat cap on it. So uh, when, when, you're, when you're dealing with something like that, remember that some things have to stay constant and everything else can be worked around it. This goes back to Pete Rose. Yes, I'm talking about, you know, baseball, Pete Rose who once uh, famously explained it was, it was uh, on, on Fox Sports. It was him. And Frank Thomas, a uh, baseball player, former baseball player, and Alex Rodriguez. And Pete, they were they were just having this conversation. It was it was on air. Maybe it was recording. They aired it later. It was just about hitting and how to be a good hitter. And what, what Pete Rose stated was um, you never change your swing. Your swing is what got you into the big leagues. Change where you are in reference, in, in, in association, relationship to the plate. You're up in the box, you're back in the box, you're forward. You're, you're That's what you're changing. The swing doesn't change. Well, I applied this. If you've read uh, my book, Let's Go Barbecue, Let's Go BBQ, which is available at Amazon.com, perfect gift for Christmas, Let's Go BBQ at Amazon.com, uh, the same thing applies with, with, with brisket. The temperature is the constant, 225. I don't care how small a piece of meat or large it is. If we're talking brisket, it's 225. I don't want to hear 230, I don't want to hear 220, I don't want to hear temperature manipulation. I'm here to tell you that that is the constant. Now, how long it's on? How many, do you spritz it or not, right? You know, like some people will use, for example, if I'm using a a whole brisket, like a packer brisket, it's water and apple cider vinegar. That's what I use. But this was smaller, no fat. I wanted to make sure that it, it stayed juicy. I wanted to add a, impart an additional sweet 
So it was a mix of orange juice water and Coke. Yes, you can use Coke. People do it all the time. It 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 it, it adds a sweetness. The orange juice, I like citrus with 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 brisket. Uh, and uh, so I did that every 30 minutes as opposed to every hour uh, and uh, did that for three and a half hours. And then uh, because they were smaller, I didn't want them to dry out. Instead of wrapping in butcher paper, I wrapped them in foil and did that for another two hours. So these briskets were on for five and a half hours and then did a, an hour and a half rest. I could have gone a two-hour rest. It's just we were ready. So we're like, all right, let's let's open it up. Um, solid work. Solid work. Don't mess with the temperature. Don't. Don't mess with the temperature. Mess with everything else. Play around with everything else. Which brings us, of course, to this. Cooking a steak. Wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Meatless Monday, everybody. As we know, the Indianapolis City County Council doesn't want you eating meat on a Monday for some ridiculous, nonsensical, gosh, aren't they embarrassing, reason. It's the planet. It's your health. You know for you, you've got your own doctor. You know what we say here at Tony Katz in the Morning News? Have yourself some meat on a Monday. So what I'd like for you to do, what I'd like for you to do is I want you to to find your local butcher. And and oddly enough, we do not have a an official butcher of Tony Katz in the morning news. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what, what what's happening here. And I want you to go make something this week. Now, first couple days of the week, gonna be super cold. You might want to wait towards the end uh, uh, of, of the week and get that done. Uh, and in order to make it, and this, no, nobody has paid me for this. I'm just sharing with you what I do. Um, some people do green egg. Some people do a, a gas a grill if, if they're grilling, not barbecuing uh, or, or smoking things. I use a Traeger. I use the the Traeger. I use the Ironwood 650. Is what I use. Um, they make more advanced ones and everything else. Uh, I am better at this because of Sullivan Hardware and Garden, because of Pat Sullivan and that whole group uh, over there, and was able to get the right equipment and everything else. Uh, it's it's time to try. It is time to try. I just want you to trust me. Don't get me wrong. A steak on a smoker is not the same thing as a steak on, on charcoal. It's not. But the other things that you could try, and I do briskets, but you could do uh, pork and, and a series of things. Uh, talk to the people's health and hardware and garden. That's what I want you to do this Meatless Monday. Go talk to them. Go chat with them about what's going to work for you. It's, t- it's time to start. It is time to begin this glorious adventure. So go begin it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm getting at. Go celebrate this Meatless Monday. Thank you. I have spoken. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way. 93 WIBC, good morning. Necessary steps to build an integrated 
a more prosperous and more peaceful future in the region. A two-state solution is the only way to guarantee the long-term security of both Israelis and Palestinian people. To make sure Israel and Palestinians alike live in equal measure of freedom and dignity, we'll not give up on working toward that goal. So thank you very much. But thank God she's home. The little <laughs> I just can't imagine the enjoyment and the I, I just I wish I were there to hold her. Mr. President, do you have an update on Let's the American for being four year old? Returned from by Hamas. These kidnappers, these murderers known as Hamas, these terrorists known as Hamas, that kidnap children, and then the world wants to tell you why Hamas is a decent group. They're they're not, and they need to be destroyed. The hostages, not hostages, if you're asking me, they need to be destroyed. You want peace? You want two-state solutions? Can't happen with Hamas in existence. Can't happen. Won't happen. Hamas has to be destroyed. And it would make a lot more sense if the people screaming for ceasefire were in that camp. But the people screaming for ceasefire, of course, are the people who want Israel destroyed. This is Eugene Daniels over at Politico. Yeah, they, they're, they're hoping that both sides will see hostages and prisoners being released as an example of why there needs to be more time, not just these four days, four or five days that were a part of this original pause, right? The more um, hostages should be released from Hamas and that maybe that would mean more prisoners from Israel and, and back and forth because the point of this is to kind of cease the fighting and, more, and get the aid in, right? Seeing um, these trucks come in with fuel and, and food and water for the folks um, in Gaza because we, as we know, it's essentially hell for them. Uh, I've known for a long time that Politico has a lot of left-leaning people as a part of it. But I don't know Eugene Daniels, but what an unbelievably foolish point. The purpose of the ceasefire is to allow fuel in so Hamas can use it to further attack Israel? No, the purpose of the ceasefire is to get the people that Hamas kidnapped back because Israel actually cares about people's lives. They care about their citizens as opposed to Hamas. This kind of ignorance that masquerades on MSNBC as journalism is part of the problem. The violence is growing, certainly around America and around the globe. People will point to this story. This this is madness. There's an arrest that's been made. You had uh, three um, 20-somethings that were shot in Vermont. This was near the University of Vermont campus. This took place on Saturday. An arrest was made in this. They were shot allegedly because they're Palestinian. They were all wearing keffiyehs. Why did this guy do it? I have no idea. We don't have anything about motive yet. We don't know anything about him yet. This The arrest information just came out, I think it was last night. Maybe it was this morning. But you've got three guys walking down the street because they've got a kafia, they're getting shot. Well, how about the teacher 
in New York who had to hide in her classroom because she attended a pro-Israel rally, and the students went after her. They hunted after her, which, according to the left, uh, means that you should be thrown into solitary confinement and uh, sent to prison for, for years. We are not in a good place. And the violence is going to grow. And certainly we're seeing this in the streets of New York and other places. But don't forget that the people who push for ceasefire like they did on Monument Circle when they lit the tree, these people are pushing for the elimination of Israel. And I will prove it coming up. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.